This is Aikido Discussed, your regular weekly Aikido podcast where we discuss all the joys, pain, suffering, and sorrow of the martial art of Aikido. I am Christopher Hine, and with me today is... Joshua Tihi, uh, Aikido of Fresno. And Maya Solana McDaniel. We don't give titles anymore. I, I oh. started that. I'm sorry. Okay, I, well, well, dang. <laughs> Aikido Fresno rescinded. I wanted people just to know where I'm from. What are we talking about today? Um, two things kind of broke into one, which is uh, um, what to expect when starting Aikido training, and then also how to get the most out of your training when training in Aikido. Yeah, I think this is a good one, and it's something um, that anyone who's trained for any amount of time has likely experienced, A, experienced, and then B, seen uh, happen, and um, I don't know, it, it would probably be nice for people to be able to go into it kind of knowing what to expect or, or things to look for yeah uh, because a lot of times I think you see people who are just sort of sit sitting there on the side of the mat trying to figure out what's going on yeah yeah um, who do I bow to right <laughs> how, how does this all work because there is sort of a, a thing that's happening and if you're not aware of it yeah, it could be a little overwhelming anyway. So, uh, yeah, this is yeah. just some some things to to look out for. So, um, <coughs> where do we want to start with all that? Do we want to move like chronologically, maybe like uh, you know, first time at the dojo, first day, or how to maybe ask an instructor about something or right. So let's just start with someone who first day shows up to do Aikido training. Um, it, it, it's hard to say exactly what the customs of the school you're going to be visiting are because they're varied slightly. Um, some schools, you're going to talk directly to the instructor. A lot of schools, you're not going to talk directly to the instructor. You're going to talk to the second-in-command or whoever the highest-ranking uh, teacher is at the time there or the second-highest-ranking person is at the time there. Um, so, Well, that seems kind of how you how I figure that out. It's very confusing, yeah. yeah. So yeah. what you need to do is just start asking questions, and you'll kind of be directed in the right direction as to who you should be asking these questions to. Dojos are really weird. Some dojos, they don't want to talk to new people very much, right? They want to kind of see how you're doing on your own um, to see if you'll show up and ask questions and be attentive on your own. So um, a lot of Aikido training, it's in your hands to take the initiative to study and learn. If you go into a school and you're asking a ton of questions and they seem like they just want you to not ask questions and uh, put your head down and practice, that's what you should do. And you really want to show that you're excited about being there and training. And that's like part of the Aikido thing. It's like take the training into your own hands and prove that you want to be there and don't look for someone else to, to tell you how to train or to make you train, right? You should be making yourself train and listening as respectfully as possible. I would also say, like, you know, you might have done some research somewhere and read things on the internet, or um, you, you might know some things as you're going in on your first day, and, like, I think it's important to, when you ask questions, listen to the answers and, like, you know, you, you may have some knowledge that you might have gained, but, like, you don't want to go in there and be like, this is what I know, this, that, like, because it's different from dojo to dojo. And I know, like, this, I wasn't a new student, but, like, when I went to a different dojo and it was a different style, I 
was kind of a little bit cocky about it and it wasn't the best way to go about you know showing off what I know because no one was impressed by me because <laughs> <laughs> they're not doing that thing right and so like instead I if I could have done it again you know I'd just be like just approach it as a new thing and right. you know if you do know things great but if you you know let what they're telling you sink in before you start saying things that you know I guess yeah it's important to understand that first and foremost you're not there as a new student to teach anyone anything Right? right, so you're not going to a new dojo to teach everyone else how to do Aikido. You're going there because you need more Aikido in your life. And so when you approach it, you should be asking questions and not telling people how Aikido is. Or even offering up how it is in your school. If they ask you, that's cool, tell them. But your job is there to listen to what they're offering and learn what they're offering. Uh-huh. Alright, so what do I do? I'm uh, first time coming uh-huh. in. I don't, I don't uh, speak Japanese. Uh, they're saying a bunch of stuff. Uh, they're gonna, am I gonna? They're gonna make me bow. What? I mean, how do I, how do I sort of navigate my way through all of the sort of right. formalities that might happen? With, how do I bow? What do I do? Uh, am, or if I do it wrong, are they gonna shame me? That kind of huh. stuff. <clears throat> so again, it depends on the dojo, but probably not gonna get shamed couple things you should expect to do right off the bat is you're going to take off your shoes as soon as you get there. Different schools have different customs. Some schools you take them off right before you get on the mat. Some schools you take off your shoes as soon as you get in the door. It depends on the school, but expect that you're going to take off your shoes. That's going to happen. Expect also that you're going to bow at the very least when entering the dojo, when stepping on the mat, and then when you begin class and end class, you'll also bow in front of the, the showman, the front of the building. So these are things that you're, you're certainly going to do in every Aikido school. So be prepared for those. Above that, watch and pay attention to what other people do. They may verbally instruct you, and that's a more Western-y kind of approach uh, in my experience. Or they may just start doing things, and you need to watch and do what they're doing. You need to be able to observe and take it in. This is good training for you. And we kind of have a... Uh, egotistical kind of thing in our society or maybe it's not egotistical uh, western culture is very much like okay tell me what to do and I'll do it whereas you should have this approach of I'm going to observe everything you do and I'm going to try and do it as best as I possibly can I mean because half of (coughs) Aikido is the mindfulness aspect the paying attention because you're honing yourself as a person so part of that they want from day one, you are, it's your responsibility to look at other people and go, okay, what are they doing? How can I fit with what everyone else is doing and not, you know, stick out or like bow outside of the group or, you know what I mean? Like fit with the group of people and follow the customs and, you know, bow when you need to and and follow all the uh, things that you need to do because that's part of the training from day one. Yeah, do I need to, me as if I'm actually, right? <laughs> but should someone, uh, you talked about doing a little research, I mean, is there a uh, somewhere I can go that gives me the basics of like, these are the things, if someone says something to me, you know, if someone, oh, whatever the people are saying, like what that means, so I can at least like know like, oh, okay, when, the, when they're bowing to me, they're saying this thing, I should say it back, and... and you know, someplace where I can get maybe a glossary of something to kind of just give me a baseline knowledge so as I'm going in, I don't feel so freaked out. 
once you're regularly training in a dojo, ask what they recommend you read and look at. Before that, don't come in with a bunch of pre-assumptions because people like to come in and get their idea of like faux Japanese society or some, something they saw in a uh, anime movie and they think that's what they're going to do. Maybe they're going to sit outside in Seiza until someone opens the door and asks them to come in. I don't know. People have all kinds of weird ideas and I've had, over the years, I've had lots of weird people come in with weird ideas. Just go into the school, open-minded. Don't tell them what you're going to do. Ask them what you need to do to train there. And so, you know, don't worry about the vocabulary. Don't worry about saying special words. Don't put your own customs on them. Just ask and be observant, you know. So beyond verbally asking, I mean ask with your eyes also, right? So, like, pay attention and, and take everything in. Cool. <coughs> um, I want to talk about... Uh geese and that sort of thing if I come in and I'm wearing my sweatpants whatever is that is that gonna is that gonna work do I need to be prepared uh, beforehand call ahead um, call ahead and ask what's appropriate to wear um, it's kind of tacky in my opinion I don't really care I mean I'm not I have a pretty casual dojo you know I care presence pretty casual but I think it's kind of tacky when people show up with their crazy ass Brazilian jiu-jitsu geese they've got like I don't know, 30 million patches and some tribalage on it and something that says, like, guillotine murderer or something, you know? Like, it's just not the Aikido thing. So when people show up like that, you know, like, it's okay, it's not terrible. But, you know, if you don't have a gi like theirs, which is generally going to be a very simple white judo-style gi or karate-style gi, that's probably what they're going to wear, I wouldn't bring a gi day one, especially a crazy-colored gi, um, if you've done another martial art, don't bring your black belt or your brown belt or your green belt or whatever. Wear a white belt. Um, probably just wear long pants, workout clothes, right? So like yoga pants would work um, for most women. Um, sweatpants would work. Uh, you want something to cover your knees because you're going to do a lot of stuff on your knees in most Aikido schools. So uh, if you're wearing shorts, your knees are going to rub against the mat a lot. And especially if it's a tatami or faux tatami surface, it's going to get irritating. So try and wear some kind of long pants. Um, but call ahead and ask is the first thing you do. But don't show up in a bright orange gi, right? Like, I mean, that's, that's you know, it's, it's a little tacky. Yeah. Um, is, what else? Anything, I mean, just kind of right off is, like, coming, getting in the door that people need to know. Like, is there anything that, like, as an instructor, you you see, you notice that, that people do or, or stuff that you wish you could just, like, Here's the one thing you need to know as a, as a new student coming in. I, I, would, I don't know. One thing I would say, I, this, this seems like a no-duh to me, but, like, some people I've seen don't quite get it the first or second or third or fourth time. Like, someone bows to you, bow back to them. Right. And um, <coughs> watch how they bow and, and bow similarly, you know? So, like, you know whatever ideas you have about bowing or whatever just do what they do generally and uh but i also think and i should and i could be wrong about this but um if i make a mistake i know some people are like oh they're so scared that they're gonna make a mistake and yeah. then people are gonna be like oh my god did you see how that mm -hmm. dude bowed oh my you know <laughs> 
Um, and I don't think you have to go to that extreme either no. of being like, um, just do your best to do your best. You In know? fact, if you're too nervous about making mistakes, you're going to make more mistakes and hold everything up, right? So you want to be as fluid of mind as you can be. And look, that's different for everybody. Some people have a whole lot of anxiety and it's going to be hard going into your first Aikido school. Everyone who's training has been a new person once. Uh, that's a good thing to remember. Yeah. And they've all seen new people for years probably. So you're not... You're probably not going to do something freakishly bizarre that makes everyone upset, you know, probably not. So uh, don't worry about that too much. Just be dynamic and fluid and be ready to learn. That's the most important thing is like, you know, it's very irritating when someone comes in, they're like, well, I've done uh, 21 years of karate and so this is how we do karate. And it's like, well, that's fine. But right now you're studying Aikido, so you're not doing karate. I'm sorry, we don't do that. Or, uh, you know, like, you know, they want to recommend their techniques or they want to talk about their stuff. It's like, that's cool. And if we were off the mat or after class or something, maybe I want to inquire about that. But when we're doing Aikido, we're doing Aikido, and you're here to learn Aikido. So remember that as a new student going in, you're there to learn. Okay. And so then speaking <coughs> of that, on that, staying on that, that thing of being there to learn, there are things you can do that will help you along that process, right? So, Absolutely. Um, what are some of the things that, that people should be doing to sort of maximize their training, especially early in uh, in the study, early in their careers? Have an open mind. I mean, I know that's, that feels like a no-duh to me, but, like, you know, be ready to take in whatever anyone has to tell you, you know? Because it, it's, as a, as a new, new beginner, you don't need to worry about, like, picking you know, who has the best advice or whatever, just take it all in at first. And then as you get better and as you start to develop your own uh, ideas of how things kind of go, then you can go, okay, um, you know, this person probably is someone that I should look to more specifically. But in general, you know, if someone has something to offer you, like, take it. And also pair up with better students. Like, shoot, like try to work with people that are better higher up than you, you know, higher rank and this is the this is the one that gets me every time. <laughs> every time, you know, you yeah. have uh, eight students and you have uh, two white belts and somehow they're always training together. The two white belts. Yeah. <laughs> the two yeah. white belts. Yeah. Yeah. You got six Udonch <laughs> on the mat and two white belts and the two white belts are training together. Uh, and it's just like what is going on? Yeah. Or you know, a lot of times so uh, I'm an assistant instructor. Uh, I'm at most of the classes. Um a lot of times, I'll just be standing there by yeah. myself, or sitting and sitting on the side of the mat, kind of just waiting uh, for someone to come over, and uh, it's like, well, I guess you guys don't want to train. I mean, maybe that says something about me. I should question no. that. But, um, so yeah, I think it's really important, you know, especially if it's something that you are not either uh, brand new, like you haven't yeah. ever seen before, you haven't tried, yeah, or something... Um, that you really you, you have questions about or you you really want to like get into find yeah. that high the high ranking uh, student um, and if the highest ranking student is uh, spoken for go to the next one go to the next one and yeah. and uh, put a little pep in it yeah there's nothing like wrong with beeline. that there's nothing right, wrong right, with getting right. up and <laughs> there know, like, um, there might be some exceptions to this although if there are I, I personally don't know them um, but every Aikido school that I've ever been in has kind of a philosophy of steel techniques from the highest ranking person. So meaning, when the teacher says onigashimasu and he starts class and you go train people, 
uh, tra start training with people, you should run to the highest ranking person who you think is going to give you the best training and you should bow to them quickly and efficiently and you should steal that person. Um, I think a lot of new people kind of have this idea like, oh, I don't want to like burden uh, one of these, hold them these back good people. Training, yeah. like, so, but they, they showed up. Right, they right, they, right. they came to class knowing like they, right. pretty much most everyone's under them. You know, everyone's, right. you know, ranked under them. So, of course, they're going to be helping people. And that's what they're, they want to do. That's part of their training as well. well. And, right. And it is, that, that's 100%, right? You're like, yeah. You get a lot from training with new people as an advanced person. For so sure. You, new people do weird things right, that you right. don't expect, all kinds of things. So, there's a lot of training for advanced students in working with a new person. Plus, it's just fun to help someone get these ideas that they've maybe never seen before. So, you should relish in running to the highest ranking person and bowing to them. You'll make them feel good, you'll make yourself feel good, and you will get way better training than you would any other way. And is that uh, generally from what you have seen, the, the process then is like, you know, I guess my ass, everyone runs, didn't you bow to the... Right. The person you want to train with. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, like when I was uh, Uchideshi, a living student, you know, uh, I was I would pick one, at least one person that I wanted to train with, and if, if the class was big enough, I would pick two people. So that way I could alternate between the two, so I didn't, you know, just wear one person out having to deal with me. But I would beeline to the person and work with them because I wanted to learn it. And through that I got this reputation that, like, Chris is here to learn. And so... They all wanted to work with me too because they wanted to help me get better because they knew that's what I was there to do. And so if you set this reputation for yourself early on, you will get better faster because everyone will be pushing you to learn. So let's talk about uh, some other uh, kind of things. And this, I'm not sure this 100% relates to um, directly to getting the most out of your training, but simple things uh, like, um, you know, a, a technique has been demonstrated. It is now your turn to go and practice said technique. You bow to uh, a, a partner that you want to train with. Now, now what? Right? Because it seems like a lot of times there's some confusion about who does what. Like, right? You know, people bow and then they kind of stand there and they're like, uh, oh, oh, it's what? Do you want me to grab you? I get, like. So what's typically the um, and does it is, it, is it different from place to place, or is there, a, I know how we do things, um, is that sort of the, the standard? In almost every Aikido school you go to, the senior student is going to be the one who is nage first. They're the one who does the technique first. So whatever the technique's being demonstrated, they'll do it first. So as the person running over uh, and bowing to the, the higher ranking person, your job is to do whatever the attack was, right? Whether that's a katate or uh, you know, a hand grab or a strike or whatever it is, um, that's what your job is, is to do. Um, as a new person, look, I know it can be easy to get overwhelmed, but what you should really be doing is trying while the instructor's instructing to absorb as much as you possibly can of what that instructor's trying to tell you. If you kind of space out on that, right? And so like, Maybe you want to look at the clock. Maybe you're tired. Maybe you're hungry and you want to think about dinner and not about the class. Um, that's going to really impair you when you get in with the, the senior ranking student and you will irritate people if you don't know what your role is. So, you know, you might not know the whole technique, especially if it's new to you and you've never seen it before. But you should at least know what the attack is and how you're going to start the attack. Right. Yeah. So often, uh, not so often, I should say, but often enough it happens where... Um, you know, 
uh, instructor is, is giving instructions, doing a really awesome job, hitting major plot points, let's say, within the technique. Um, things that you should be looking out for. That would include how the, the whole technique starts. Uh, and then, uh, you know, he bows and everyone goes about their business. And then uh, the person I'm paired up with just kind of has no clue about what like, you do. I think that and it's like, hey, did, what, was there any attention being paid to what yeah. <laughs> you should at least be able to know, like, in this, you know, if we're doing Joe forms, let's say, uh, you, I start in Ski Kamai or Ken Kamai or, you right. know, what stance I'm going to be in, what grab, you know, right. minimally. Then we can move on from there. Um, so, you know, and it does. It, it makes me, as the person trained with, go, oh, you're not really, you're not all there yet. Let's, let's you know, yeah. if we're looking at our Koku Masubi Oases on Shin, you know, like Koku. Just, just, there. just yeah. start there, Be there, and then we can, and then we can move from there. But that's that's some really good advice. I feel like I could have probably used in the past. Um, I think too, like know your learning style, and I know it might be hard to, to know at first, but like I don't know, this is dumb, but I like to take those like online quizzes or whatever where it's like you learn about your style Millennial. of learning. I know, um, you learn about your your t- like learning type it was, it was actually something i did in like an education class that i took um but it, it was helpful for me to like figure out that i learned better auditorily and uh kinesthetically than visually so like for me that was helpful to go oh ah like that makes sense why like sometimes just watching it, it just it, it's kind of a jumble for me after so like instead of focusing on watching figure out how I can listen more to what you're saying instead of watching. And then if I need clarification on something, standing next to the person rather than across from the person and doing it next to them, like it helps me a lot get something. So like if you know how you learn best, pay attention and play to that strength. Um, It's also not out of the question at all in most schools to ask the sensei to take a Kimmy as they're walking around, right? So uh, you'll take a Kimmy for the sensei meaning. So, like, you know, if you just saw the sensei do Ikkyo to someone and you want to know how that feels, asking the sensei if you can take Ukimi for them on that technique is a very normal request, right? So, uh, sensei, would you do that technique for me? Not while they're teaching, but after they've released you and you're, you're in regular class teaching and the teacher walks by, asking them uh, if they'll demonstrate on you is, is a very reasonable request. Yeah. <coughs> uh, it, what what are, what are we missing? I mean, is there anything that because uh, I feel like we've sort of hit on a lot of the major things that we have seen, um, you know, because we've all studied for a really long time, uh, but I'm sure there's still other stuff. I, I did have something. I um, when you're training, try as much as possible to, and I've done this. I've seen other people do this, so it can be really hard. Don't go fast and hard oh, immediately. Yeah. I think this is something like it's a good one. Yeah, I thought of this like about ten minutes ago, and then I forgot it, and then I yeah. remembered. I was like, oh, this is very important. We like, had that whole smooth is fast, right? <laughs> smooth is slow, slow no. is smooth, whatever. Slow is smooth, smooth is smooth fast. Is fast. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so like, I I've both worked with people that have done this, and I have been the person to go way too fast, um, or way too hard, because that's what you think works, right? Like, I need to EQ the crap out of this person right now, 
or I need to just go really fast and that's what's going to make this technique work. What, uh, what I think it is, you understand the beat, you... Uh, understand and can see the beginning mm -hmm. you understand and can see the end mm -hmm. uh, there is a way to get there that you don't understand you can't understand so you just uh, speed your way through that so yeah. I hit the beginning and I hit the end and all that stuff in the middle gets right. lost um, so I think that's a hundred percent yeah be slower than you think you should be be uh, you know however slow but if you're going slow don't be choppy if you're being slow realize that you do, that doesn't mean you have to be choppy you know yeah try to keep ooh, it's smooth it's slow it's uh, smooth is fast whatever <laughs> i don't know how i've said that a million slow is smooth smooth is fast uh, say it slow and then you got it <laughs> <laughs> 17 times i've tried to say this today anyway point being an important thing to understand is that before you begin studying martial arts or before you've studied much in the martial arts you only know two ways to solve martial problems one is through power, force, doing things hard, and the other is through speed, doing things fast. You started studying a martial art because you wanted answers that weren't power and speed, because you found you didn't have enough or you wanted to deal with someone who's bigger or faster. Um, that's why you study martial arts. So you have to understand that if you go to study martial arts and what you're trying to do is power and speed everything, you're doing the antithesis of the very thing you're trying to learn. So. You need to slow down and pay attention because you're going to learn another way other than power and speed to do things. And if you find yourself going fast or, you know, going too hard, just, just cut yourself a break. It's never too late right. to slow down and chill out a little bit. I, I think that's a lot of the problem that, you know, people have uh, with Ukemi sometimes. Um, is it so much that they uh, can't do it or they're, you know, they're just going too fast uh, that they can't process what's happening. And so that makes them afraid of it. Right. Right. And so that's why I think a lot of the problems is if you just slow, slow down, you know, um, you're going to be, you're going to be really cool, cool with it. So. Beginners really need to focus on um, learning Ukimi and you, you need to do that on your own. Um, and that means being able to forward roll, backward roll, thoughtlessly. Like you need to be able to do it without thinking about it, without preparing, just be able to fall down and roll. You only get this through doing it over and over and over, and you should be engaging in that on your own, right? So you don't need a fancy mat. You can do it on carpet. You can do it on grass. You can do it all kinds of places. But as soon as your ukimi becomes comfortable and it doesn't feel scary to fall down anymore, you can learn so much more. Yeah, I think that body mechanic stuff is a lot of it. Um, I mean, the improvements that we see, I feel like, in new people always start with their body mechanics. I feel like, you know, people just, like, moving more fluidly mm -hmm. and more... The big jumps, yeah. Right, and in, in line with themselves, you know, they're keeping their hands in front of their center and becoming more round. If, you know, if they're, like, kind of like a bony person, figuring out how to roll in a round, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. not bumpy way. Um, so, you know, I, I think, like, focus on those things, you know, and don't worry about, you know, throwing the crap out of somebody quite yet or, you know, totally, you know, twisting their wrist real hard. Like, that'll come later if that's something you're interested mm -hmm, in. But, mm -hmm. like, focus on using your body well and figuring out, oh, how do I move? Where are the kinks? Like, where do I stop weirdly? Or, you know, why are my elbows not bent or whatever the case like pay attention to yourself um, yeah no I think uh, I remember the first 
I don't know, probably year, uh, I would just be uh, chilling out somewhere in line. As I would just be doing the footwork stuff all the time, just doing little tank cons in the in line, or whatever, doing little iwimi, whatever, um, out at parties, whatever. Oh, I'm gonna do a roll. You know, yeah. you want to see a roll out of You know, I roll right here. I don't care. Right in the street, the park, parking lot, whatever. Ah, uh, uh, the drunk roll. Yeah, that's when you know. That's right? when you that's know. That's when you know that you've, you've done it. That's right. when you, you can say, all right, my ukimi's pretty good now. So. Our lawyer would like us to say <laughs> right. that please do not please do, do any ukimi while under <laughs> any kind of uh, influence. influence yes. <laughs> but, no, I, I think that is... Uh, that is a, a true uh, truth. Like studying on your own, I think is is an important thing. Yeah. Um, and you can do that in a in a variety of ways. Um, and I think what Chris alluded to earlier is also really good. Uh, you know, once you're at a place, asking them what they think you should read, look at, etc., and just delve into it. You know, get in, the more you can immerse yourself in into all of it, the the better. You know. And I feel like, so like, I don't know, I was thinking about now, what about like people, dojos kind of having a certain like, uh, like a philosophy or something, like some, some way of going about learning Aikido, a specific approach. I'm trying not to be specific for a reason, but like, you know, I feel like once you're there, once you've chosen the dojo, like keep learn an open mind approach. yeah learn the approach like keep an open mind you know and some dojos are much more like spiritual or you know maybe um use different kind of more abstract terms or like whatever it is and, and maybe it's more abstract than you're used to like if you've chosen it and you've decided hey i'm gonna i'm gonna stick around with this for a while like stay open to it and, and see what you could get out of that even if it's not maybe your your usual way of looking at things yeah, you know, people often like to be experts in things. Um, and remember, you know, in Aikido training, until you have at least two or three years under your belt, you're really a new person. And I mean, that's hard to swallow, especially if you've been training for a year, you know, every day, um, and you really feel like you know a lot about Aikido. Uh, Aikido's a really big area. And I still see things sometimes, you know, I've been doing Aikido for 20 years. I still see things sometimes that I'm like, oh, Oh, I've never seen that in all of Aikido before. So um, be open to different approaches. And there are a lot of approaches that I don't agree with. I don't like the way the approach is going, but it's still a valid approach. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's the way. You know, I remember when Maya, Maya got back, um, she was telling me some of the ways she talked to people at the other Aikido school she was at. And I was like, oh, Maya, that's that's not how you should talk to them. Like, right. And like. It's not a, you know, it's not a slight on me that while Maya is doing Aikido in another Aikido school, that she's doing it their way. She should. In fact, I think that makes her a good student for going to another Aikido school and adopting their methods and thinking about Aikido the way they do. Because it's expanding Maya as a person and it's being respectful to the other dojo and their approach to Aikido. Yeah, we actually just had that uh, experience today. A guy came in, he was traveling through town, and he happened to stop in, and he trained somewhere else, and it definitely wasn't. Um, you know, we, we do things definitely a way that he hadn't looked at it before, and it was a really awesome experience, uh, hopefully for him, but definitely for uh, me. He was fantastic. Um, he was super fantastic. Yeah, he's and it a was nice guy. It was really good, and I think uh, that just adds to the whole, like, 
the whole experience for everyone, you know. Yeah. yeah. And he was he really reflected nicely on his dojo. He was one of uh, Matsuoka's students, and he was visiting us. And you know, my feeling after he left was that like this is a really good guy who comes from a good dojo and very respectful. And like you know, he was a really nice representation of everything. Uh, you know, yeah. himself yeah, yeah. And, and his dojo, dojo and, and the art. And the you know? art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so like. Remember that when going other places, that's what you want to be. You want to show that, like, I'm a good person who's here trying right, to learn, right. you know? Yeah. And, and I think that is important at the beginning because I feel like a lot of times uh, people, uh, especially in the beginning, and, and um, they, they're they the ones who are going out to seminars, who are going, uh, you know, who want to stop in and train at different places. Um, and so uh, it's, these things are good to, to keep in mind, for sure. Yeah, just remember you're, you're here to learn. Wherever you're going, you're here to learn. Right, right. And uh, one more thing I was going to say is, like, I think sometimes we get in our own way in, when we're learning. Um, you know, because you have all these ideas about what you're going to be able to do or, you know, what you're hoping to even get today or something. And sometimes, you know, you just got to, like, Take the pressure off yourself a little bit, yeah. and like just like let it, yeah. let it ride, give, man. Give yourself <laughs> the uh, you know, let yourself. It's okay if you don't understand everything. Right. It's okay that uh, you struggle. Yeah, um, that's an important one because you know, a lot of yeah, beginners yeah, yeah, yeah. are like, oh, I'm doing so badly right. this, and it's like I don't expect you to be good at this. Right. You know, a lot of times you'll get, and I remember doing this. I probably still do. You know, you'll do something incorrect, uh, not out of anything other than ignorance of what it is oh i'm sorry i'm sorry you know and it's like oh you don't gotta apologize to me man right. you know like when this is the first time or second time you've done this yeah um it's totally cool so um and i mean it's i see where they're coming from by apologizing so whatever that's not my point but um just allow yourself to be yeah. okay with that like that yeah sometimes you're gonna spend uh 20 minutes of a class Sometimes you're going to spend 20 minutes in a class not grabbing the right way because you can't figure out the, you know, yeah. right. um, what what the person is trying to say. So. Yeah, I mean, that, that's what was reminding me is we were, the guy today who came in, I thought that he was really, um, you know, he knew a lot about Aikido already, you know, and he had a lot, like, had had a lot of experiences, and, and we could tell that easily, but, you know, there were some things that he wasn't familiar with, of course, because yeah, he just, do different things. he yeah. just hadn't seen some stuff before, and, uh, I thought it was real cool that, like, you, you know, showed him some stuff, and he was like, oh, okay, thanks, I think that's the exact attitude, I mean, really, when you're learning anything, you know, like, I don't know why, but, like, if I'm learning softball, you know, someone comes over, hey, you know, if you turn your hips a little more, you know, the the, the battle go through better, you know, and it's like, oh, okay, thanks. Right. That's just what you do when you're learning something. Oh, great, thank you. Right. You know, yeah. it doesn't. It's and even if you think it sucks or you don't right. care about, right. you know, whatever, right. whatever it is, whatever your opinion is on it, right. Right. keep your opinion, say thank you because they really were trying to help you yeah. by telling you a new way to do it, and then just file it away, right? How, what useful or not useful? Right, and that's what I think what I was saying <clears throat> earlier is like. As you learn more, you can discern better what you think is right. good advice what is, or what's bad advice or right. whatever. But and we've talked new, about like, this right on, on before, Chris. I think it's talked about this. You know, in the beginning, you just yeah. grin and bear it and do what they tell you to do because uh, right. that's how you're gonna learn. But yeah, yeah, awesome. Uh, I think we hit most of it. Yeah, I think we're pr pretty close. Uh, I can't think of anything else that that I would like. Uh, to share on this. this topic, 
but there are although other if anyone would like to hear anything else please ask us yeah. so we did get, we did yeah we got some pretty good feedback uh last episode so this was actually um a suggestion from one of our listeners yeah thank um, you very much appreciate that hopefully so, it answered some of those those questions they maybe had so. yeah and if there's anything that we didn't quite cover or you know you want to hear a little more about like or have just another completely different topic like we would love to hear that we're always looking for interesting things to talk about and um you know want to answer questions that are out there that a lot of people have because i definitely know that i've had a lot of questions that i didn't know where to get them answered right 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 (laughs) so we talk a lot about aikido you know and when we first started this we had an amazing number of topics we want to talk about right away but we're 14 in now and so it's like that's a lot of topics to have to come up with um, so if you've got great ideas, we'd love to hear your topic ideas. You know, we're very interested in hearing those. Yeah. <coughs> All right. So uh, we also have some new news that we want to share. Uh, so we wanted to recognize some of the people that um, donated to our Patreon page. Thank you very much. Clap for that. Yes, get some claps. That's very um, nice. So uh, we have gotten four people so far. So um, first we have Lenny Acuna. We have Jim Sullivan, Grant Templin and Warwick Dean. Thank you guys. Yeah. Thank, yes. you, thank you. Very thank you. Yeah, so, so really, much. Uh, it does. It means a lot uh, to be able to have people supporting. Um, you know, uh, as little as much as it is, it's going to help us to, to make sure we continue doing this and Absolutely. do it in a, in a as good of a way as we can. So. And if you um, hadn't noticed already, we're at Denny's, so that's why there's a little bit of background noise. Yeah. Denny's, yeah. we're still taking. Uh, uh, We'll take coupons. Yeah, yeah. We'll take uh, discounts. Whatever. Yeah, discount. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, we'll put a sponsored by at the beginning of this podcast. And we're here because back. we just finished class, and we were like, "Well, we've got to eat, and we got to do this podcast, and we got to go to sleep. So right. let's uh, kill two birds with one stone." Exactly. Um, so you can subscribe to the podcast if you have not. Please do that so you can make sure you get uh, the podcast in your feed as soon as we uh, upload it. And then follow us on all the social media. We're on Facebook. We are on Twitter and Instagram. Aikido Fresno. Aikido of Fresno. You can look for both of them there. I think that's it. Yeah. Thanks. I think that's it. Thanks so much. Happy training. Thank you very much.